Have you ever wondered how to land a UX design internship at Roblox? Well, today we're going to try to answer exactly that. What's up everybody, I'm Guo, and you're listening to the Not Just Pixel Show. There's a lot to learn as a designer, so in this show I sit down with design professionals to understand how to grow as a designer and help you get that UX design internship or job. Let's get into it. In today's episode, I talked to three design interns who recently finished their internship at Roblox. I asked them a series of questions about their application process, preparation, and tips for future applicants. Personally, since I also interned at Roblox last summer, it was cool to hear how other design interns got to Roblox. Anyways, I hope this episode will help whoever is interested in applying to Roblox in the future. So, starting with the first question, what was your application process like? Um, basically, like since last summer, um, Roblox has kind of been on my radar of kind of dream companies to work at um, because I before was really into like augmented reality and virtual reality development, um, came from a design and computer science background, but also loved filmmaking, which kind of like fell into all this like immersive media stuff. And that was about the summer where the idea of the metaverse started becoming very like popular um, this was before, you know, Facebook turned into meta and stuff. So I heard about Roblox and I really loved what they were doing in terms of like unlocking creativity for all in the digital sphere. So wanted to work there really badly. So, you know, when the applications opened up for like design in, I think it was like October or something, just shot my application out. I didn't get a referral or anything, but that's also, I wish I, looking back, I wish I did definitely like ask for a referral or something, but uh yeah, just like it was a shot in the dark. And then like in December, I got an email saying, hey, like we're uh, interested in an application and there's a UX challenge that we want you to work on for a week. And so, yeah, I got that and I was like, sounds awesome. So there were like two prompts. Um, funny enough, I thought we had to do both of those prompts. So I did both in that week. <laughs> While I was submitting, I realized that I had to do one. So I just... I was like, close my eyes. I was like, which one am I going to select? And I think I ended up choosing a good one and sent it off. After that, I think it was like a week afterwards, I got an email again following up for like an interview. And they said it was going to be two parts, one behavioral and one kind of walking through the UX challenge and just testing my design skills. So yeah, I had those uh, interviews and really covered a wide range of um, range of topics from you know leadership, know the classic stuff around like how did you learn from failure how do you work with other people what are your design inspirations and um really i think the behavioral interview was about like telling a story that was pavan a senior studying arts technology and business of innovation at usc now it's still pretty crazy how pavan was able to do two design challenges in a single week i'm sure i won't be able to do that and i can also give a quick summary of what pavan said about the process so in short there's a take-home challenge and a final interview that consists of a presentation round to go over your take-home challenge and also a behavioral interview. So now, after we understand the process, how did you prepare for these? Starting with the take-home assignment, I'm not sure what other people's experiences are, but for me, the take-home assignment was very similar to a lot of assignments that I've had in class. So with class, they'll give you, you know, here's your prompt, and then do XYZ steps and then put it together in a solution. So for me, being given that prompt, I kind of like already knew what to do from there. I did my research. I did 
um, designs, et cetera. So it felt very intuitive for me, that part of it anyway. So with that one, I didn't feel like I had to prepare too much. But for the behavioral and the presentation part of it, that definitely did require a lot of prep. So for the presentation, one thing that I struggled with a lot was being able to tell the story of my work. And so I had done a few interviews up until that point at other companies that actually gotten a lot of rejections. And while that was really discouraging to me, I knew that there was something that I was doing wrong. And one thing that I did was I reached out to a bunch of people on LinkedIn, specifically at companies where I got rejected. And I talked to people, specifically interns, who got the position because I wanted to know what they were doing that I wasn't doing. And so I would talk to people who had done that internship in the past. I would ask them to look at my work, look at my presentation, even do the presentation to them and ask them to give me feedback. And then I'd also ask them, hey, like, I know that maybe you haven't done this in a while, but if you could just give me a rough, like, dry run of your presentation, I would really appreciate that so I could see, you know, what you guys are doing and what's working. And that was honestly, I would say the game changer because I very clearly saw the things that I was doing wrong. And for example, I was trying to maybe do too much in too little time, whereas they were focusing on maybe one or two things, but really going in depth. And so just small things like that, I was like, oh my God, like that is making a big difference. So by the time Roblox had come around, I had identified a lot of the things that I was doing wrong and made changes to those points. Um, and so maybe I didn't necessarily prepare specifically for Roblox because at that point I had already had a lot of practice, but I would say it was months of tweaking my presentation and tweaking my work that led me up to that point. And while it feels like I didn't do much prep for Roblox, that was only because that prep had happened beforehand. And so for the behavioral part of it, that one was more, you know, going online, seeing what questions are commonly asked, being able to write down points of, okay, well, if I'm asked something similar to, all right, about teamwork, I'm going to talk about X, Y, and Z experience, or I'm going to make sure I touch on this and this point. So doing a little bit of prep work before, not necessarily memorizing an answer or giving myself a script because you don't know what the question is going to be and you don't want to sound rehearsed. But knowing that if this topic came up, I'm going to talk about these experiences. So trying to do prep work beforehand, but not too much to where it's going to sound like I'm rehearsed. So that was Shreya, a senior studying human-centered design and engineering at University of Washington. And seriously, huge kudos to you, Shreya, for proactively reaching out to interns from companies who rejected you. I'm sure it was probably hard to hear the feedback, but as you said, it was a game changer. And I absolutely love this example. Then on the note of preparation, I have a question. Do you need to be a gamer or have played Roblox before to apply? Um. So yeah, before I had applied, I never played Roblox. I didn't like really know the extent of what it was. I knew it was like a gaming platform, but then throughout my application, like recruiting season, I heard more and more about it just because the name popped up a lot and it seemed to be like growing really fast in the tech industry. So then right like a week before my interview, I like uh, downloaded the app, played like a game or two just to see uh, what it was like, how the UI felt and looked. 
And then during my behavioral interview, they actually asked me if I played. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know it that well. Like, I tried playing it. And he also asked if I had a favorite game on Roblox, which I just named the one game that I played. So that was Grace, a junior studying computer science and visual arts at Brown. And for me, I also never played Roblox until the application season. So you definitely don't have to be a Roblox gamer or a builder. But I'll definitely highly recommend you to at least play a few games and list out what can be improved about the platform and some of the games in general, because it does show that you care about Roblox and the product that they're creating. Now, knowing that, on to the next question. What do you think made you stand out amongst all the other design applicants? I put a good amount of time into my take-home assignments, I would say. And I think one thing that I did well with my take-home assignment is trying to think outside of the box with the design. Um, so I'm not sure what your prompt was for your take-home assignment. I'm not sure if we all had the same thing. But the one that I chose to do, I had two options. And I chose the, I believe it was an app that would encourage people to read short stories. So that was the one that I did. And I tried to think of a design that maybe you wouldn't intuitively think of for a book reading app. So I was like, okay, what can I do that's outside the box that would make me stand out? And so that was my biggest priority was spending a lot of time making it as pixel perfect as I could be. And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do necessarily, or that's what landed me the internship. I think a focus on showing unique design was one thing that I did. Another thing that I did was spending a lot of time on the slide deck itself. So making a polished slide deck that, you know, when the interviewer looks at it, they're like, oh, she put a lot of time into this or a lot of thought or cares about the design of the actual presentation and not just the screens. So I think the overall experience for the interviewer shouldn't be just, oh, these are really pretty screens or very thoughtful screens, but also this is a thoughtful presentation. Um, so that was one thing that I wanted to also put a lot of time towards was being able to tell the story. So making sure that I'm not only showing these designs that I worked on, but how did I get to these screens? Why did I choose these colors or these icons or this layout? And being intentional with my design, even though it was a short one week thing. It was not a perfect design. It was not an amazing design at that either. But it was definitely um, something that you could tell that I didn't just throw together. And then another thing that I would say that helped me stand out in the behavioral, and I and I know that this worked just because the interviewer told me in that moment that it was working, is that, and you're doing this right now too, Go, is we're really showing that you're listening, right? You're nodding, you're saying, mm-hmm, or yes, or whatever it is. And he's like, I can tell that you're really invested in our conversation and that you're an active listener. And I really appreciate that. And he said that during my interview. So really want to show the interviewer that you're there and that you want to be at this company or you're actually interested in this position um, and you can show that with just your body language during the interview and the way that you're listening and that you're responding to them so that was a really big thing and then just being really kind like Roblox is really genuinely kind people that want to help and you know are interested in the work that they're doing and are so passionate about it and being able to come across that way in your interview is huge. And it's really hard because everyone's nervous during their interview and they want to look professional and they want to say the right thing. So it's hard to maybe even be yourself, but just try to be yourself, try to be kind, try to be genuine. And I think that goes a long way, especially at Roblox. So I think those would be like the three things that I would say that I tried to focus on and I think ended up working. 
Plus one on all the three points mentioned here, Roblox is trying to do things that no other companies are doing. So creating innovative, out-of-the-box designs can definitely help you stand out. Now, let's also hear Pavlon talking about what made him stand out during this application process. For sure. I think first is like my background. I had the very like zigzag roundabout way of coming to product design. I was first like software engineer, then like was a lot more interested in what like designers were doing, but I also loved cinema. So I ended up like combining like engineering and cinema to end up at like VR and AR. And then my itch around like design came back. So I was doing a lot of interesting like product design explorations but in the field of like within my vr headset and doing like augmented reality uh, experiments so when it came to like interviewing for roblox and stuff i think one thing that really stood out was like finding this through line of how i ended up in like immersive media stuff and uh, augmented reality virtual reality and also having like an opinion i think one of the questions was like that i got asked is what do you think about the metaverse like what is the metaverse to you and having a like, I, I think for that answer, I did enough research, I had enough background to really provide like an insight into it. And also my answer was, I know for a lot of people, like metaverse seems like dystopian and I found my own like positive spin on it. It was a lot about like creating digital worlds to then improve our real world lives and learning from our digital worlds, doing things like experimentation um, and meeting new people and talking across the aisle and building really cool things. And ultimately like, making creativity frictionless in the digital world will help our lives in the physical world. So I think that was my personal take on the metaverse. And I think that resonated. Um, it doesn't have to be right. It just has to like resonate for the people. And I think that's ultimately like, that was a huge part. Totally agree with Pavan here. During my time as a design intern at Roblox, I was surprised by how often the term metaverse was mentioned. So it's definitely helpful to learn more about the metaverse and more importantly, have an opinion on it. Now, on top of that, what do you think Roblox looks for in design interns? Um, I think Roblox specifically, I've seen a lot of, or maybe because I was on the studio side of the team, um, especially since for those who don't know, studio is like where you can develop the game or the side of the platform where developers create the games. It's like a game engine. Um, at least on that those that side of the design team, a lot of people also had technical backgrounds, myself included. I'm currently double majoring in computer science and visual arts. So I think having the technical background or at least knowing some programming definitely helps when you're one, communicating with programmers and engineers, but also to uh, just helps you familiarize yourself with the users, because a lot of the users are going to be developers as, as well. For sure. Now, you might know that you can play games on Roblox, but another huge part of Roblox is actually building games using code. So having a technical background definitely helps here. Not to mention that Roblox was actually built and founded by engineers. So it's not surprising that the company has a huge engineering focus. Now, let's also hear what Treya has to say about this question. I think they have these principles that they talk of too, and I can't remember exactly what they are. Take the long view. That seems to be one that they really care about. And I think that goes back to the point of innovation. They're really trying to be a company that 
does things that other companies aren't doing. And I mean, even when I was trying to do competitive analysis for the project that I'm working on, there really isn't another company that does exactly what Roblox does. And that is a direct result of their focus on innovation. So I think really showing that you can think outside of the box is huge showing that you're passionate about and it doesn't have to be about gaming i actually did not play roblox before coming to the company i knew what it was i knew they were doing cool things but i didn't know you know a ton about the metaverse and i was honest about that too in my interview and they're not necessarily looking for you know gamers or people very familiar with the platform but you know being innovative and being interested in the subject and wanting to learn and know more, I think is another thing that they're really focused on. And finally, just being a really good person and being, a, you know, somebody who others will want to collaborate with, and there's not going to necessarily be issues per se, is I'm sure big at every company too. So um, I would say those are the biggest things that I could tell in my time during the internship and also during the interview process that they were looking for. Yeah, I totally agree with Sharon's point about being outside of the box with your designs. And also, I'll highly recommend knowing Roblox's four values, which are respect the community, take the long view, we are responsible, and get stuff done. And after working there, I realized that everybody I talked to really embodies these values in their work. And obviously, that's a great sign in a company. So lastly, what are some tips or advice you can give to designers who want to apply to Roblox in the future. My first tip to designers would be play Roblox. Like I think try it out. Um, see what see what you really like about it. See where you know there could be improvements. And definitely have those ready during interviews and during any conversations with people. So um, really just like have a stake in the product. It helped a lot of us when interviewing to just know the product. You have to know it in and out, but definitely know like things that really work well, the potential, um, things that don't work well, and where like you can improve those specific uh, aspects. Plus one on that. A common pattern that you may hear from this episode is that even though we did not play Roblox prior, when we were applying, we all took the time to go onto the platform, use the product, and formed our own opinion on the platform and the product. And I think that's super important no matter what company you want to apply in the future. And last but not least, let's hear Grace's advice to future design applicants to Roblox. I would say if you have any questions, definitely reach out to previous intern classes. Like everyone I've met there who was an intern, super willing to help and like answer any questions or even just like talk about their experience um, interning at Roblox, including our intern class, me. Oh, anyone I'm sure would be happy to help. Um, I think that is really helpful and is something that I didn't do when I was applying to internships last year, mainly because when I was scared that like people would think I was weird, like, oh, who's this random person reaching out? But I think after working there, it it made it definitely like more of a normal thing to just reach out for coffee chats and one-on-ones since um, during the internship, that's basically what we had to do with everyone on the team. Set out um, meetings with everyone to just meet them um, and talk about your experience. Also, I would also give advice that if you're scared that like you don't know that much about gaming, 
said don't be afraid to apply still since they're looking for people I think from all types of backgrounds as long as you have like solid foundation and good like design reasoning skills I think they're looking for people that can also just adapt and pick up things as they um, join Roblox. Totally and I want to reiterate Grace's first point. I know finding internships can feel dreadful or even you may feel lost so we're all here to help and so to future Roblox applicants or anybody listening up to this point I hope this episode was helpful and I wish you all the best of luck in applying. You got this. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate your time. And again, before we say goodbye, my name is Guo, and you've just listened to the Not Just Pixel Show, and I'll see you in the next episode.